They used to come in the middle of the night. They used to loudly or quietly, loudly if they wanted to frighten your neighbors, quietly if they wanted everyone to become even more paranoid, and they would take you from your bed and they would drag you out into the cold. They'd throw you into the back of a van. They'd drive you to some detention facility. You may or may not get some kind of show trial or some judge's sentence would be handed down, and then you would be whisked off to some gulag or concentration camp where you may survive, you may not survive. Maybe you would have enough to eat. Maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you'd have enough clothing for Siberian winters. Maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you would have some medical need that wouldn't be taken care of. Maybe you'd survive. Maybe you wouldn't. That's how they used to do it behind the Iron Curtain in Nazi Germany, in Mao's China, wherever the steely pseudo-legal tentacles of the fascists and police states close around the formerly open-to-speak throats of the general population. Tommy Robinson was arrested today. Why? There was suspicion of what is called breaching the peace. I'm no lawyer, but from what I've read, breaching the peace is you're engaged in an activity which is either immediately causing a violent situation or just might cause a violent situation, which means, of course, given that law, anytime you want to shut someone down who's doing something you don't like in public or speaking in public, you simply threaten them with violence or threaten a violent situation, and then they have no free speech. Tommy reports that he himself was pushed, was shoved, but the police did nothing about it. But they arrested him. Now, what was he doing? He was live streaming, reporting on the trial of a child rape gang. And now he has been sent, as far as I understand it, straight to prison. Straight to prison. He's going to have to serve out a prior suspended sentence. Why? Why? What was his previous Sentence. So last year he was arrested for contempt of court after trying to film Muslims who'd been accused of these child rapes outside a court in Canterbury. Now, this is terrible enough, what happened to Tommy this morning in the UK. But there is another dimension to the story that is, I hate to say even more chilling, but has, let's just say, wider ramifications. So stories about this arrest and almost immediate imprisonment of Tommy Robinson are being, in real time, erased from the internet. Why? Because the British government has put restrictions in place which bans any reporting on the matter. So, he was arrested, though, I mean, I'm sure he would claim, and I certainly didn't seem to see that he was doing anything to incite violence. He was arrested, and now... You're not allowed to write about it, not allowed to talk about it. So articles from the Birmingham, Birmingham Live, the Mirror, RT, Breitbart News, the Daily Record, they've all been scrapped. They've all been taken offline in the hours following Tommy Robinson's arrest and detention. So by all indications, he has been sent straight to jail. Do not pass go. Go straight to jail. Now, jail is terrible enough. But the jails that Tommy are going to are most likely filled with a lot of people who hate him and want him dead. The last time that Tommy was jailed, other prison inmates tried to dump boiling sugar water on him. And people have not fared well in jail. 2016, there was a man who put bacon sandwiches outside a mosque. He was jailed. And less than a year into his sentence, a year for a sandwich, less than a year into a sentence, 
he was found dead in his jail cell. So what does this mean? The man is a, a father, the man is an activist, the man is a reporter, and he was reporting on some of the most heinous crimes to have come out of the UK publicly since the Jimmy Seville multi-decade cover-up of unbelievable levels of child abuse. And this is the absolute state of the UK. I grew up in the UK and I would have at one time have fed my life to the wolves to protect it because it seemed such a noble ideal of fighting national socialism, of free speech, of property rights, of a civilized society. What has happened? What has happened now that if you are trying to report on crimes against children, that you are raced, that you are vanished from society and thrown into a situation of almost bottomless danger and threat. That if there's a journalist that is reporting on things the government doesn't want you to report on, what happens to that journalist? What happens to that journalist? Are they then arrested? Thrown in jail into an environment where the fellow inmates may be the one, maybe the ones who hand out the death sentence that the government may just in fact prefer. And so my question is now, where are all the journalists around the world now that this has occurred? Where are all the journalists who went completely mental when there were even vague allegations that Putin poisoned journalists, you see? Who survived, as Tommy may well not? Where is the outcry? Where is the pushback? Or is the government correct in its assessment in the UK? Is the government correct in its assessment? that any protests will be full of sound and fury but signify nothing? Are they so confident in their capacity to shut down dissenting voices that they can do this and be certain that they can get away with it? Where are the reporters? Where are the activists? Where are the protesters? The arrest occurs. The judgment is swift and terrible. If you look at how long it took decades and decades for the British government to deal, even to some small degree, with these rapes and tortures and predations and trafficking upon little girls, it took them decades to act. And maybe even the advent of the internet to shame them into action. And look how quickly they acted in this instance. The priorities, I think, are clear. In 1984, George Orwell wrote about the erasure of history, about the rewriting of history. He wrote, the past was erased, the erasure was forgotten, the lie became the truth. And now we are seeing the dismantling of civilizational protections in real time. Now we are seeing the undoing of rights and speech and voice in real time. We are seeing the disappearing 
of people in real time. In 1984, the sentence was, the past was erased, the erasure was forgotten, and the lie became the truth. Now, this is not even happening in the past. Now it is happening right now in front of us. People are arrested, articles vanish. Now, it is the present that is erased. And the erasure is buried. And today, it seems at least, the truth hasn't got a fucking chance.